another episode of Gila Gossip. This is episode number two. I'm really excited to bring you another, you know, conversations on our game, our love game, Axie Infinity. Uh, and of course, we are talking about Origin Meta. Now today, I have a special guest, which I tweeted out in the week. I'm actually very, very grateful that uh, he's been able to free up the time uh, and be here. Someone that I've actually seen a lot of in the community and adding to this community uh, over the course of Origin uh, Alpha. Um, I present to you none other than the Jatster himself. Jatster, thank you for coming on board. Uh, I really appreciate it, bro. I know we've been building together uh, in certain aspects throughout Origin, um, but your knowledge uh, is, is a fountain. You have a fountain of knowledge, my friend. So um, if you don't know Jatster, Jatster, go ahead. You can introduce yourself, tell them your story, uh, and, and then we'll go. We'll go ahead and start talking about this meta. Hello, everyone. Uh, first of all, thank thank you for having me on the podcast, Gila. It's a it's a it's an honor. Ah, no problem. And as for Axie, like uh, my story began oh five months ago, you could say. So I was just at home playing Valorant. Okay, yeah. Raging on my random teammates <laughs> in the game, and yeah. then my brother comes home to visit, and he's like, uh, "Do you mostly play like games all day on the computer?" I'm like, "Yeah." Uh, so he's like, look into this game, Axie Infinity. People are earning money through it or something like that. And it, the game is pretty interesting. And it's on the blockchain. It's a new feature technology. Yeah. So I was like, eh, okay, I'll look into it. Because I wasn't really into card games back then. Yeah. Then like a few weeks later, my brother visits again. I'm again playing Valorant, raging at my random teammates. <laughs> yeah. He's like, bro, you're still playing this? Just give give that game a shot, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, try X Infinity and you might love the technology. And that's when I dug into the rabbit hole of blockchain gaming and X Infinity. Okay. And I have never looked back yeah. again. Oh, that's it's nice. One hand upright. That's surprising though, actually. Like that that does that throws me throws me a curve. Really? So you say you really at heart, would you say like FPS was 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 really your bag when it comes to gaming? Like that that was normally your preferred genre of gaming? Yeah, like uh you could say I've played every genre of gaming. So I used to be a FIFA player. Yeah. So oh, for two or three years. The, don't tell me that because we'll have to run a game, bro. Though. We'll save that <laughs> for another day, but we'll... Uh, no, that's very interesting. So I used to play FIFA for two or three years. Then for two years, I played Fortnite. Yep. And then after that, it was like two years of Valorant. And now I'm playing X Infinity. And yes, it's my first card game. Oh, ever. yo, this is actually... This is incredible. Like, uh, I'm actually shocked. Like disclaimer, like me and Jaster, we've we've had interactions before in the past. Obviously, we don't get to know in depth um, the person behind, you know, the the profile essentially, and the the like your ability to play this game that we have in Origin and and theory craft and you know understand everything that's going on. Like it just really surprises me that you aren't like a card game, you know, in like not not to say that you're not a card game enthusiast, but like that isn't your um you know origin essentially because for me i did grow up playing like card games and 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 pokemon and a vgc um versions of pokemon which again it's not the same as axie at all but it has those similarities and they wouldn't that was kind of where like my genre was was fixated as well as other things but um yeah man that's a, that's so it's so cool that broadens everything up as well but um the the, the fact that yeah. It's it's very similar that like a lot of people did, and I mean I, like honestly, how put my hands up as well here. I was involved in Axie in um, the same way, really. Like the blockchain technology was the driving factor, but it's funny how like now we fast forward to today, and and I'm so heavily on the side of like it's actually the, the you know how fun the game is that that draws me to it now because I yep. do like competitive card games, but I've never had this much fun uh theory crafting building teams and then competitively playing against uh you know the, the uh, a plethora of op options in terms of opponents like you never know what you're going to come up against in origin right now it's 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 kind of bizarre it's it's almost you know a thrilling experience where uh, there is so much i think i i try to say right now that origin is probably the most personalized card strategy game that exists in my opinion, um, yep. in terms of like, you know, the conversion now, like now you would, would you say that you origin is, is, is one of the, the top games in your selection? Like when you wake up on a, on a, on a normal day and you think, you know, what, I'm going to play some games is, is, is origin 
you know, is it priorities? Is it up there? Yep. It's like right at the top of the list. And when I wake up, the first thing that comes to mind is, yo, last night I had this idea of this crazy combo. <laughs> Let me just look up the marketplace and yeah. if it exists or not. So you, you're guilty of the old um, Chrome tab on the phone when you're out sometimes. And I just yeah, thought yeah. of a, a combination that might just work. And yeah, so we've all got that fever, fever as well. Now that's, that's, that's really cool, man. So we haven't met much on the ladder, right? That's something that I've... I've uh, I've noticed. I've been yeah. quite fortunate to avoid <laughs> to avoid you for most of the climb. Um, so, yeah, go on, go, go ahead. Yeah, like like for the ladder, what I do is, you know, I'll try to climb the ladder. Then I'm like facing the players in the top hundred, and my rank will be around like top two hundred or something. And then I start getting these, you know, like everyone at the top of the ladder is using these broken comps, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you keep facing these things again and again. And that is something that I don't want to do. Right. So I just press the surrender button seven to eight times because I'm already trying to, you know, work on some new tech, some new combos that yes. could be pretty useful in the future. Uh-huh. So I'm out here trying to work on those. And these people are just trying to wreck me with the broken stuff. I'm like, bro, <laughs> give me give me a minute here. Let me just go down a bit, yeah. you know, try this new stuff out and let me see how it works. Yeah, I think it's a fair, fair thing to say. Like it's something that we I've noticed, especially with... Uh, in and among some of the communities that we're in, like a lot of us are deliberately losing games so that we can, you know, test uh, theories out uh, in a more kind of balanced and uh, well-rounded area of the the leaderboards. Um, I think it's fair to say as well, like Axie in terms of Origin right now in the meta, there's still a lot, you know, that needs balancing and does need touching on um, and and some work to 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 really get us towards um, the, the final. Uh, finish game uh, as such but um yeah like I- i've noticed that deliberately losing to set yourself back so you can test out and try some comps against like something that isn't either bugged or broken or just you know almost ridiculously overpowered in certain aspects uh, it- is something that that a lot of players are actually doing right now um but this goes to show like the movement that you started something that i was like this this is something that that i I found and resonated with really well. I, I need to use it more, actually. Saying this now, I really do need to use it more. But the hashtag origin feedback um, was like a movement that you started in, from, from yeah. my knowledge and um, just giving Sky Mavis a more streamlined uh, way to to assess community feedback. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's something that's vital right now. And I think as we're seeing more and more players start to gravitate towards origin, the utility of just simply a hashtag and it being used by by the mass audience is is going to be is going to be huge. So you know, for you to have come into the space and started that, uh, kind of give me your thoughts behind what the goal was when 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 you when you you know pre- presented it to us all. So initially, like you know, I was tra- testing Origin and I would run into some bug here and there and like this thing, you know, like yeah. I, if I feel like some card is really weak, it should be like. A little bit stronger and if something is too strong it should be like you know balanced around a bit yeah but there was like there was the feedback form or officially by the sky mavis team but like right. it was like you know every time i have something I, i'll go into and type it in the feedback form and like it felt like too much of a work so i was like okay mm-hmm. i have so many things that i need to put my thoughts out i'll just make a very detailed sheet right so yeah. that's what i did i made that really big sheet i had like uh, going through every card, every rune, every charm in the game and just put out my thoughts regarding it. Mm-hmm. And I also mentioned uh, like if any card or rune has any bug, I also mentioned that. Yeah, so, now we've, we've seen these in the past before as well. Even with like, we go back to V2 days. I know you said you joined, uh, was it five months ago you were saying? But like in, yeah. in, in the height of V2, sorry, go, go ahead, Jad. what were you about to say? Yeah, so I, I joined like basically at the last uh, 10 days of season 19. That's when I joined. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so it, not not too dissimilar. I was I was a few weeks before season 19 started and season 19 was my first uh, competitive season in actually uh, my first time playing the game as well. So, but we've seen these um these spreadsheets and and um you know the top players in in the community being able to kind of just give out their thoughts on everything in the game or, or just create a balance sheet themselves and how they've been effective in the past. You know, we've we've seen players um, come in and make these balance sheets and then Sky Mavis almost 
interpret the balance changes that they've, they've suggested uh, almost like for like and, they, and they've gone and implemented them so we know that it is something that that happens and i think if anything sky mavis have recently proved that they are you know a they, they're openly listening to their community um and i don't think they shy away from doing that so uh but like you were saying it could be a lot more seamless the way that we interact nowadays the way that we communicate as as a as, as a community uh, is different it seems quite easy and, and and a lot more simplified to 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 be able to just tweet it out with a hashtag that being said though is that there does all there's always you know there's always uh the negative side to to something where it could become you know uh, quite overused hard to filter uh, and some then it's like how do you justify uh everyone's uh opinions essentially how do you justify something that's justifiable anyway like yes it could be the top player in the world is giving feedback and that justifies well if he's the best player then of course he should have a decent experience base and then how do you how do i distinguish that with from uh, a guy who just started playing axie today built a team and, and wants to give uh, an origin feedback on on something that he might not know in depth or not have a, a, a deep amount of experience on um but i really do think it's something that uh needs to be utilized a bit more I, i've I'm, I'm seeing so many more people get into origin and I think I think the the fever's starting to catch on. So util, utilizing this um, hashtag as we move forwards is is probably going to help Sky Mavis and and us get a more refined, more balanced, competitive meta quicker. Yeah, exactly. And the the thing is, every feedback matters, right? From the top player to the middle guys and to someone who's just starting out in X Infinite, right? Yeah. Right. everyone has their right. yeah everyone has their own experience their own perspectives like even someone who's just starting out in origin he could provide a good feedback right he's like yo mm -hmm. i just started this game it seems really good but you know the starting could yeah. be a little more exciting for me that yeah. so that i can you know, enjoy it a bit more and he could just just even some little details some little good feedback to make the improve the game game even just you know a one yeah. percent improvement that fresh, goes a yeah, long way. The fresh eyes can see things differently as well. And it might be something that we just overlook as we're so familiar with things as well. So you, you, yeah, like I said, all perspectives are, are you know, are, are value or are valid essentially. Um, but you did touch on something there. It was like, Oh, someone can come into the game and be like, you know, maybe this could be a bit more exciting, etc. Um, there was something I saw you tweeting about the other day as well, which I'm not going to spend too long on, but it was very interesting to, to, to read and, and kind of taking where you were coming from with um it's almost law law within axie and i know we don't we're not really here to talk about law but it was like the way that the game is presented to new players um and being able to throw them into a scenario where they have access to like a, a very uh, experienced deck as such for their team that they play in in, in axie um so give them you know the, the creme de la creme one of the best you know, type of compositions or the best yep. starter axes possible so that they can get their hands on something that's really, really cool um, and, and kind of entice a, a person or a player to want to be able to, you know, I want to I want to make a team as good as that one that we just played with and have that grind yeah. kind of set in in stone from from the jump. So um, when I was reading through that, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, he's played some good games before because that's exactly how they get you. You go into like a little boss fight and then it's like, wait, no, go back to the start protagonist. You lose everything. All right. So, um, but no, just, just an ideas, man, Jester, bro. Really? Uh, this is why I thought if I can get you onto the pod, bro, and we can talk about some of the things when we get onto this meta talk, like that brain, there's a wonderful brain you have there. I will say that it's a wonderful brain that you do have there, mate. I think it's most of, you know, the amount of time you spend on the game, especially when you really fall in love with the game. Mm -hmm. So it's all the hours that I've spent. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean we've, we've, spent, we've spent quite, quite a bit recently. Now, if you don't mind me asking, I know we just, we, well, we, we've, it, it's now Thursday as we're, as we're recording this, the 2nd of June. Um, we just had the leaderboards kind of, they were paused, right? On on Tuesday, I believe it was. Um, and they have reopened again now, right? Uh, vividly, I remember grinding for those last moments of the last season. 
to try and get the highest finish, right? And then suddenly, like, we were, the leaderboard was kind of reopened again, and I was in the same spot. There was no, like, reshuffling. I didn't get reset or anything like that. Um, but before that end of season, if we can call it that, um, was there, did you get that feeling where you wanted to push uh, for a, as high a place as you could possibly finish. I don't know if you were on the grind. There was a couple of us in a, in a few Discord call, calls that were just, you know what, we got five hours left. We may as well sit down and grind grind this out. Uh, was that something you found yourself doing towards the end of that season? I think currently leaderboard grinding is like uh, putting too much time and effort into it uh, is not that much worth, I guess, because it's the alpha, right? Oh, mm-hmm. You never know when the leaderboard is going to finish. Like as we saw last night, yeah, the clock just uh, reset. So, so there's this stuff to be balanced right now. There's like we have the turn one mechanic that needs to be fixed. Yes, we have definitely. so many multiple bugs uh, and balancing that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So I guess so uh, that uh, focusing on uh, the bug fixes and uh, bug fixes and like you know just putting out feedback to the devs. That's what uh, most of the players should be focused on about. Yeah, that's and, such an interesting yeah. take as well because I kind of that's like. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here because I'm having a great time. Like I'm just out here. It's my first day. Like I'm just, you know, that's how I felt in the ladder. Like I've really been enjoying it thoroughly, but like from a perspective where I'm gaining experience and yes, I can provide feedback from all the experiences I'm having, but like, I'm generally just there because I, I'm really fucking enjoying it. Um, but you know, the focus on players actually broadening it instead, like, yes, you can have fun, but the, the goal is to actually test out and, 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 you know, discover as much about the game as possible is is actually a really good shout, especially for those players that might be in positions where they have, you know, what would be arguably unique axes in, in, in origin, transferring over from V2 and just things that, you know, you're probably not seeing other players play right now in origin. Like your axes might be more special than you think. Um, and I think it's a great story to kind of push out there so people can really get into the game and, and start testing the waters yep exactly like currently uh, so many managers and just players reach out to me it's like they're yep. like yo this is my ronin i have like so many axes what but i, I do? don't <laughs> think any of them yeah i don't think any of them works in v3 so could you please take a look and i would just look at the ronins and they'll be like plethora of axes that are like yeah. excellent in origin but yeah. they, they just don't realize it yet because they haven't put in the odds into yeah. origin theory crafting and all and like uh, I've been like putting like ten plus hours every day, you could say, into Axie Origin specifically. Jeez. So as soon as I see those axes, see that Ronin, I'm like, yeah, you we know. can make these different types of teams. Bro, what are you, what are you telling me? Your mm-hmm. axes are excellent. Yeah, and this is what I mean. It's almost like a superpower right now. Like being able to look at an Axie from an, a V3 perspective now, in like completely instead of V2. Like I, I almost trained myself well of course it's part and parcel when you're playing the game and you want to push competitively or you're managing competitive players or whatever it might be but like visual identification of an axi was very important and now having that in v3 is like yeah like i said it feels like a fucking superpower i can i can go on the marketplace right now see the floor five dollar axi and be like five dollars for this absolute beauty like come on now it's it does it does almost feel like we're seeing um the unseen almost yep but right i think there. the marketplace uh, is shifting currently right yes so now with each passing day you see the v3x is being more valued uh-huh and like, that, that's just a natural progression and natural growth of things this is why i've as well i've been saying to a lot of um you know participants and players that you know if you if you really are theory crafting and you're testing things out right now in origin and you you are helping towards you know getting a more sustainable balanced game out there in terms of meta like you're probably you probably really are rewarding yourself because you're you know one thing we always know that axes are gonna hold value in this in this ecosystem in this universe of of lunasia and and also you might be picking up the things that you're testing that become something really great within that meta and we, we've all seen you know what the past has looked like for for axes that have been considered meta axes and 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 you know some of the the, the top axes in the game competitively so uh it, it's it's actually it's, it's a lot of fun getting in the marketplace and being able to see the treasure uh amongst 
<laughs> no, I'm, we're not going to call Axie's trash, but being able to see the, the gems out there, right? Yeah. And so, like, I would go as far to say, like, uh, the meta axes, they haven't been bred yet. Yeah. They, they really haven't. Yeah. The, the, the gene like, pools, everything, it's like there's a lot that kind of does need to be cleaned out. And, and we're quite a ways away, to be honest. Yeah. Like the most you could see is like, you know, four out of four parts synergy currently, but to have six out of six parts synergy on a yeah. single axis, it's like pretty rare right now. Mm -hmm. Like most of the six out of six parts synergies that I think of, I go to the marketplace. There's don't either exist. like one or two that exist, which are not on sale or they just don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, they're just like a, a mystic and they're probably like 15 ETH and you think, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Next idea. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm 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 in a really good place with with Origin. I'm I'm really happy with with what's going on. Uh, so we mentioned term one balancing briefly. Um, how it was brought. It's it was brought approximately a week ago, right? So we've been experimenting and playing with it for for roughly a week. Um, now, I was originally happy with the change, uh, as you know, Gila. Um, I play a poison comp, so generally most of the cards that uh you know are within that composition are skill cards secrets um and and you know i don't really look to attack all that often so it was it was it was almost a a benefit for me and my composition it allowed me to have term one where you know i could i could sustain basically an aggro comp would if i would have a term one death at the front line of of my poison team i would automatically lose i didn't have the longevity that i needed to make sure that the poison comp would win um so it was like it was a huge balance change for me personally um but like playing other comps then poison uh, and trying other things out it was you know it, it it's it's not like I, I think it was a, a terrible change because when you do look at the similarities of like you know in pokemon card game in tcg you can't attack on the first turn Yu-Gi-Oh, you can't enter attack phase in the first turn uh like it it, it kind of you know, it made sense from a card game basis, but Axie, you know, is not quite Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon TCG. Right? You have three Axies on a team that have six cards each and they're set in stone. It's a deck of 18. It's a lot smaller. Um, so, you know, even though this balance kind of, you know, had positive effects and it did kind of stabilize a bit of the meta, um, but it allowed other aspects of the meta to become extremely you know overpowered is what we're seeing right now from my opinion the robin uh dawn shady exchange zoo um is absolutely everywhere in the top end of the ladder um but 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 yeah take like i think this is probably going to be something that you're specialized for and you've probably done a lot of thinking about it already um so what do you what do you, what do you think about the balances that they did make and then what they have proposed you can you can you explain what what has been proposed for those that don't know um and then you're just your thoughts on that bro so the current balances are you cannot attack turn one so all three of your axes have disabled mechanics so you cannot use any attack cards whatsoever yep. and this was done to make sure like before this change whoever was going turn one used to have more than a 60% plus win rate. So yep. that's a big issue for the game, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, such dependency on going turn one to be able to win, it's it's not uh, healthy for a game. Yeah. yeah. So to counter that, they introduced this mechanic. So you now, if you play the game right now, you cannot go use any attack cards turn one. And mm -hmm. it did, in fact, uh, balance this thing, like, you know, turn from, one from and like turn a two win, win rates. A win ratio perspective. Yeah, win ratio perspective, which was which used to be sixty percent earlier. Currently, it's now more balanced right now towards mm -hmm. the fifty percent side for both sides. Yep. So, the win ratio thing is balanced, but the gameplay experience of the players that is not that fun right now. I would say. Yeah. Especially like we are aiming Axie to be a you know worldwide phenomenon, a casual mobile game for players, right? Yes. So a casual gamer won't enjoy not having anything to play turn one. Of course, yeah. So the Axie team did go with this change and I also provided some feedback regarding it. So because if we are going with this change, it shouldn't feel like we cannot attack uh, turn one, like if we cannot use any cards at all. So I'll, I proposed some features like uh, maybe get give the players a shield card 
mm-hmm. or also like uh, the attack cards that are drawn in the turn one should return back to the draw pile so that those cards don't feel wasted yeah but again like uh, an aggro team like you know a build that a build that is specifically made to be aggro won't feel good about it like why why would he want to defend turn one yeah yeah you shouldn't limit a player like that so mm-hmm. that that was the majority of the concern for most of the players yeah so to counter that uh, the sky mavis team has like you know taken feedback from the players and they discussed a scaling solution yeah so what's going to happen now is turn one you're only going to have uh, one energy and i think it's three cards three, you're yeah, going to draw three, and it's progressive turn right. two yeah it's progressive so turn two you're going to have two energy and three cards or oh, is it uh, i think two energy or four cards and turn three you're going to still have two energy but you're going to have five cards and, and from turn four onwards you're going to have your full three standard. energy and five yep. cards yep okay so that's how they're and these numbers are variable these are not fixed they're going to do some testing and see what mm-hmm. works the best maybe turn one you could have one less card or one more energy or you could have like one energy and only two cards so these are variables that can be adjusted accordingly but i think the scaling solution is the best for all types of comps yeah so the aggro only comps they can just go ham turn one this start to attack the combo decks they can start to build up their combos and like uh, the blood moon healing decks uh, like they don't care right they just, yeah. they, <laughs> they're they just going to use the core return 100% yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let them just go to blood moon <laughs> yeah oh god I, I hope we do you know we do get something that kind of reduces the old blood moon comps as as you know as clever yeah. as they are you know i think you have to you do have to really be a, a smart player to play the the blood moon comps yeah. anyway um, because currently to set up the blood moon comps it's very easy right you just put on the sakuras and stuff like that but yeah. to counter them you need to have like endless anger runes on your beast and you need to push out really hard damage mm-hmm. to just counter that like the healing comps they're just using their card synergies they're not yeah. relying on runes and charms that much yeah they just need their wall geckos they need their sakuras freezered and this is going to heal back up but right. to counter them the uh, the aggro teams they need to use heavily re- rely on endless anger yeah the all the attack boost charms so i think that's a little, little unbalanced there yeah to balance that i uh, maybe like sakura shouldn't stack one a player could only have like one power card yeah this is a huge change thing. that i think that uh, like personally from my perspective i think is definitely need to be implemented if sakura could not double stack i think we would see a little bit more of a fair fight yeah so i just think i don't think i think it just gets excessive once you can stack double sakuras and you add healing boosts on top of that it just you know it really it really starts to become like the unkillable and obviously that is the objective to to reach that point but i uh, uh, like you were saying there's an imbalance with like they just rely on card synergy to do that whereas to take it down um or to to take it down before it even gets to that point it requires a lot of you know charming of 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 attacks maybe having to be able to rocket stamp things or or sun stamp it to go for backlines um and then obviously using runes as well so things like endless anger so you can put out that more you know you need more damage output to take them out essentially um so yeah there's a, there is there are definitely things there that could be balanced uh, on both on both sides of it um but you know will that will that then you know the way that the game progresses right with the, with how we're going to change and try to figure out the way to start these games um i just can't see a route where it's going to benefit like not benefit these these the teams on the comps that right now are, are are very very dominant um for example uh with with having two cards and um and maybe one energy turn one it limits power cards but then power cards are innate most of them um so it's like well do i just get my innate power card and then it immediately goes to the discard because i'm not going to be able to play it don't have the energy unless i innate a cottontail or a nemo or an energy gain next to it um and then like that's oh. going to be a very bog standard opening like everyone's going to really have like a fixated two cards that they open with making certain cards an absolute necessity to begin setting up i think for that like uh, when the when the this uh, new scaling solution was mentioned in the tweet by philip so i had like a card like bumpy right bumpy is a two cost card yep. which is innate and in this or uh, in the new changes upcoming scaling changes it says you will only have one energy turn one so bumpy is like a useless card right you cannot yeah, use yeah, bumpy because it card. requires two energy 
so to uh, to balance that thing i guess so uh, there could be a new mechanic introduced so turn 1 you can choose to retain one card for only one round okay so something like bumpy you can choose to yep. retain it yeah that was right. what you were mentioning as well in the tweets right i remember now yeah yeah so in the tweets i mentioned maybe you could retain like all your three cards that you draw turn one but that could lead to potentially like you know maybe you retain like two nemos yeah turn one so that could be a little too strong mm-hmm. make a too and much of an imbalance yeah. and lead to otkes so but, just like retaining one card turn one even that's like pretty strong like it can help you set up combos So yeah. if you if you're a bumpy guy you want to set up your bumpy you can choose to set it up like uh, turn 3 when you get like two energies yeah. use use that for the bumpy for sure so, no so- I, i like the idea of the one card though cuz this almost gives like see for me like card selection and card prioritizing is a skill right it's a skill set you know players who have experience uh, and understanding of their comp will select a single card better than those that don't have you know the same amount of experience or understanding um so like that skill barrier and also it it uh you know it entices or influences people to be more aware of card or deck fluidity uh because if you're prioritizing a certain card uh it means just you you're you're ch- like out of choice sacrificing other cards uh, but then you know then you have to think about the method in which you get the sacrifices back into your hand so that you can start applying them to your game. So um something like that really does like it, that that excites me. I think it does it does sound like a, a good solution like you're saying it would you know rectify the whole bumpy problem that would would arise from from having one energy turn one. Um and 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 but yeah it's just the the community is so damn creative. It's like whatever you implement it's almost as if within a few days somebody figures out how to really go about abusing it or exploiting uh, certain certain aspects of it. Yep. Uh insert zoo comps in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Our good old friends at BDZ know everything about the zoo comps. Uh to be honest, they were already in place before, you know, the the turn one attack um was disabled and and I think that just obviously just it, it shot them. right to the top right it makes more sense you can play all those cards turn one you can make them innate if you need to um and yeah you can just you start setting up something that's almost uh, formidable especially when you apply taunt and that's something that we wanted to move on to here right um i'm going to let you take the floor on this yep. one because when you told it me i couldn't believe it uh, and i'm glad that you you've held on to the information uh just specifically for <laughs> yes. this podcast for over a shout out to you for that but now go ahead go ahead tell the tell the people So currently the thing that makes zoo comps the strongest is uh, the ability to taunt right because you have the zoo comps they just put out so many mavises and robins and then they just use taunt so you cannot use your aoe cards to yep. destroy the other birds that are in the place right and you're forced to attack the xc that has taunt so basically your aoe cards are useless yeah but that is not how the game is supposed to work currently taunt has a bug like all the aoe cards they're supposed to ignore taunt and even if there's a taunt in place they should they're still they should still do aoe at damage yeah it so makes it makes so right much now. more sense it does it makes yes. so much more sense you think about it if like like trifeather is an aoe card if an axie is taunting like just the general nature of the card is is you know trifeather there are there is multiple feathers the taunt effect should not draw every single um piece of the damage and if it's meant to attack multiple areas and slots like that has to be set in stone and the fact that we're at this point in the game right now and that like nobody I would I I could, I could bet you right now even amongst the top players they will not know or identify torn as being bugged like that's what everyone's understanding yep. is like my um you know everyone's one of the most obvious ways to go about protecting a composition that includes summons is 100% taunt uh since the days of hollow being a zero cost right like yep and and we've 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 moved forward from that we've advanced from that but nobody nobody's brought it up because it was almost like well i guess that's what taunt is supposed to do but when you do look at it from that perspective like it makes so much more sense that an attack all enemies card should always attack all enemies and then taunt should be specifically laid out for 
the attack cards, right? We also know that revenge cards don't target the taunt, um, which which is, you know, so it's possible that taunt is, you know, not bugged in all aspects. Um, but if we get the AoE um, fixed and then we do see AoE still working through taunts, then, you know, again, the meta has to restabilize and balance itself. Something that's like yep. been spoke about and utilized a lot is the fact that with the zoo comps, if you have hollow in there, you really are like, you're, you're very difficult to beat. Um, you have energy gains in the deck somewhere there as well, and you can shield the the stump that you summon. Like, it or it becomes very difficult. You gain a whole turn advantage, in my opinion, from there. Uh, and again, if it's like a a, a plant with, with a healing pulse, you're keeping every summon alive. Uh, you've got a two attack minimum shield on the torn, and the AoE is not going to take those birds out either. So um yeah at the moment those types of things and again uh, ant which is a shield card which could be guys embraced heal up the plant itself and cause the taunt to protect the entire field i do think it's very unfair that, that that's how it is working right now if aoe is supposed to still attack all enemies but now that's best like I'm, I'm excited to see that change come into play because i think it's going to make a lot of people have to rethink we'll start to see a lot of the meta kind of reshape again from from just that alone if that was implemented today the entire metal would shift yep so aoe is basically the natural counter to summons yep. but due to the bug aoe is like useless so even if you use like a chubby you a two cost energy card and the opponent has taunt you just do like 50 damage and boom there mm -hmm. goes your two energy yeah. and your like whole strategy is wasted yeah that really limits beasts as well especially in the in the rage um no sorry in fury mode if, if a beast in fury mode like I mean, I have one of my compositions that I play has Wool Gecko in the mid, but I use uh, the Taunt uh, Charm from, from the Reptile. Um, and like I plan to have Wool Gecko or to have a Scar available on the turn that I'm defending a Fury Beast. Uh, well, on the turn before, so I can draw the Taunt. Uh, if I see Chubby or any AoE type of damage, like uh, I'm, I'm throwing the Taunt up. So um yeah even 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 then you know it, it kind of changes it changes the approach to, to those scenarios and um i think you know they've definitely put a bit of a rein in on beasts but beasts right now are still for me the you know one of the the the, the top top class of axes to to build around uh just from an aggro perspective they're just extremely effective if they're uh supported well Yep, I think uh, it's mainly because of the Endless Anger rune. Yep. So once you have the Endless Anger active, one race tech gives you three damage boosts, which is like insane, especially if you have multi-hits on your team. Mm -hmm. So that's like free damage boost and compare it to something like, you know, Feather Descent, you know, Feathers, the yep. Feather mechanic, it's like... Oh, it's so poor right now. comes nowhere close, yeah. It's so, so poor. Beast is the way to go. But there's, there's one thing that I don't like about Beast. So beasts are supposed to do heavy damage, right? Yeah. So why does Pangolian scale exist? Best defensive rune yep. in the game. <laughs> yeah. It's, you get it's, to defend and you get to attack at the same time. It's the best of both, man. Like it really is a, a fixation. I don't know if it's just because like the, you know, the protagonist Axie is Bubba and yeah, it's a beast itself. So they kind of made make Bubba the best kind of start uh, of Axie. So currently Axie. like in, in the game, like... For each class, there's a defensive rune, there's an attacking attacking rune, and yep. there's a hybrid rune, and then there's a mythic rune. Yep. So this is like a done to each class, but I, I think that shouldn't be the way to go. Like we need to have, you know, specific categories of classes. Because mm -hmm. certain like, axes okay. generally perform and have cards that, you know, give them purity and potential points that that do certain things, right? Like I have a yep. bunch of rep like so many reptiles that like they they all they don't all do the same thing, but like I think I think personally reptile runes are very good. Right. I think they yeah. suit the reptiles and yes, poison again, where I'm gonna yap on about poison all the time, but like they suit them very well. They are quite specific. But then you look at yeah, some other body types and it's it's kinda questionable. <laughs> like beasts, why why do beasts have HP jumps? Yeah. They're supposed to be your attackers, right? Why do they have HP jumps? And your poor plant? Mm -hmm. Which is supposed to be the tank. He doesn't, doesn't even have any shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the, the, these kind of things don't make sense, and I sh uh, like don't get me into aquas, right? 
those guys can do everything aquas <laughs> have healing they have extreme damage they have curses also like yeah. sleepless inkling tadpole like you're kidding me three curses on on and what do you, like what is it a hybrid class or whatever like yeah. aquas do it all man yeah yeah so, and the, the, i don't think they they you know as seen in that light by a lot of the the, the community i think because of the ways that um, even with like turn one attack being reduced and all those types of balancing changes that we've had, you've I've seen aquas kind of fall out of the meta. Um, whereas like uh, especially and like we'll touch on this in in, in in right after this this conversation that we're having right now. But um, especially when the game fully releases and charms and runes are reset, aquas are gonna be formidable because naturally as as a body type and just the the assets that that they have in terms of cards and and uh, and and what they can do. Like they're probably going to be some of the best axes again, you know. Yeah, but I think the best axe when stuff resets, reptiles is your way to go, man. Oh, don't tell me reptiles that. I feel really insane. happy now. <laughs> and birds are also, I feel like you know, a bit on or you not looked at. Like we are seeing birds now with the zoo comps, right? But yeah. that is not the actual progress of the birds. Yeah. Once stuff resets, you're gonna see a whole new kind of birds come up, like. Like I've been also working on some unique birds myself, okay, so yeah. I'm excited to see how that works out. You don't want to reveal them just yet, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I think I have revealed them mostly. Oh, yeah, like you if, you, if you if you if you've been in the BTZ Discord, uh, you might have seen my birds that I've been working with. I I think I can say it or uh, reveal it to the podcast. It's basically a double fear. Double fear, oh, double yes, weak, yes, disabled yes. bird. Yes, yeah. So it has a balloon, it has a gravel ant, it has double peacemakers. So I'm gonna make you weak. Yeah. I'm gonna make you feared, and I'm gonna disable you. So in the one v one, if if you get if you you know get you're gonna a find it very hard one with my bird. Yep, it's gonna be very hard. Yeah, and then you're probably not gonna get card the, draw as well. Yep, fear is one of the most uh, you could say strongest uh, debuffs mm-hmm. you have on your opponent in the like later stages of the game because yeah. the deck is so as well, thin, right? Yep. Which is a lot. Yeah. Two two rounds of attacking, you're gonna be putting curse cards in your deck. Um and, and yeah, like you said, if you're in a one v one and you need three cards to kill with damage cards and, and you, you only draw two or one, I mean Sayonara, that's the game. Um but yeah, this is this is what leads me on to this 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 next part of the conversation. Um how the game is going to reset. Like it, it's it's an inevitability, right? So our even our perceptions of the game right now are not like they're not essentially in alignment with what the game is going to be inevitably. Um, so to hear that you're already ahead of the curve, and I think a lot of us are as well. And uh, um, but but not you be. I think I'd be surprised as has how little are actually thinking about this right now. But we won't have access to runes and charms as the game begins. So yep. the natural so, abilities of the axes are going to be very important. And you got to go for the card synergies then. Yeah, and that's what I think. Like, so currently, people just you know they're focusing on like one or two cards. You're like, yo, this is so strong. If you build around it with the mythic runes and charms, it can become even stronger. Yeah, but you need so much like mythic. Like for some of them, you need every mythic thing possible in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not gonna help you when stuff resets. Yeah, and we don't even know how hard it's going to be to get hold of certain... Like, I mean, if, yep. if before the exploit of Rune and Charms happened in the alpha, bro, there was absolutely no way I was getting some of these runes that I wanted. I wanted Poison Touch from the moment I got the game. I think even with the exploit, it took a long time. <laughs> it took a long time. And, like, I'm not... a at first, I remember being like, should I be doing this? I feel really fucking bad. But everyone's kind of doing this right now. And then all the comps are getting better than I can't even compete because now I've got endless anger everywhere. This was when it wasn't solo as well. So you'd have, you could have three fucking endless angers at this point. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to exploit it. I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> but it, it yep. honestly, it took, like, I, I'm not even kidding here. I sat and refreshed and did, did that, the, the method for about two hours before I even saw one poison touch. So if that's kind of like resemblant of how it's going to be when you earn and you're crafting your own runes and charms um, with moon shards as it gets, as we get the full release, like we really, you know, we really are going to be relying on natural axes quite a lot yep. and, and lower as for level the, runes and charms. 
Yeah, as for the like crafting, I think the way we crafted in the infinite bug, yeah, you know, infinite crafting glitch, that's not going to be the ideal way to craft your runes and charms. So currently, okay. uh, there's a thing called moon dust. While yeah. you craft, if you've seen this, this moon dust available, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Moon dust increases your chances of getting a mystic or an epic, right? So you, uh, if you have multi, if I think if you get three moon dust in, your chances of a mystic are like twenty to thirty percent, oh, okay. something like yeah. that. But yeah, currently, you could, if you, you try could it, stuff it, it won't it? work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so currently, yeah. it it doesn't work. So it needs to be fixed. So I think once, uh, I hope uh, the scaling system comes in and we have a definite system for turn one, and it's a healthy balance system. We're probably gonna see the runes and charms reset and hopefully Mundus gets fixed so we can you know test yeah. the crafting system you know and that's when we'll actually know how long it takes to craft the mythic rune yeah yeah now i was about to say I'm, i was going to say you know what like i'm actually excited for them to reset things because i don't think i've paid enough attention to what the game's actually going to be like when it comes out so to give us the actual you know, buffer period between full release and then towards the end of the alpha when we're getting things all in alignment and things are starting to look a lot better balance-wise, then, yeah, let me try out what the game's actually going to be like. So, um, yeah, a lot of interesting things to go on. I think we could we could literally be here and talk and discuss on these things for, for hours on end, and and I would love to do that. And I think we are going to... We're definitely going to do that, Jack. So if you're, if you're down for it, like... Uh, the special guests are going to continue as we go through the episodes. And, and this is obviously a weekly show that we're, we're doing. Um, but, you know, I'll be more than more than happy to have you as as a recurring guest or even as a staple on the show as it is anyway, as we just begin to explore even more Axie Origin meta uh, when the game progresses and we do get that full release. For sure, man. I, w- I would love to be here and just, you know, talk Origin. Yeah, that's what I l- like to do. And uh as for our listeners, I think that's what they like to listen. Also, yeah, man. I bet. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna see the thing. If, the thing for me with this is like it really was about consistency, and you know, I don't really like. Uh, uh, it's more about like the spreading of information and uh, uh, the fact that I've noticed those who are educated in terms of origin, not educated, is probably the wrong word. More so just, you know, they've had an experience factor and, and they've, they've, they've had time in the game to experience it for themselves um, and broaden their, their knowledge and understanding of the game are the ones that like really enjoy it, right? They, they go to an in-depth enjoyment and, and it's, it's more so than, than what we've seen in the community before. But uh, without kind of these introductions and, and access to information, there's nothing really that kind of entices you other than, you know, you just making the decision where, you know, I'm going to try it out. And then if you try it out from a perspective where you don't know anything, like it's, it can be very difficult and daunting. So um, bringing content like this really is, is focused around that is to, is to, to give, you know, a, a stream of, of content where you can come and learn uh, and listen to, to people discuss the meta um, like yourself and, 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 you know, it might entice somebody now to go and try things out. They've, they've heard about certain things that are going on. They might now look closer into how the balance changes look. Um, and, you know, we're just having a conversation about how the game in- inevitably is going to reset. They might start looking at, okay, well, now what do card synergies actually look like? And it sends them down a road where eventually they now become a very, you know, enthusiastic origin player because because they they had access to that information right so um yeah that's the vision that's the plan but yo i'm so happy to have brought you here on the gila gossip bro i think uh we're gonna have to close up because attention span of human beings is dying as well as we all know um <laughs> but definitely would would love to have you back next week again um we're gonna bring through i'm gonna bring through a, another friend next week as well uh i'll talk to you about that off off record um but yeah, I think there's something that we can really, really contribute towards the community here. And 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 if you're a listener listening to this right now, um, you know, get in touch with with us and and provide any feedback that you might have. If you have feedback on the game itself, please, please, let's make it a thing to start using this hashtag Origin Feedback, um, and let's let's really help the dev team get to a more balanced game as fast as 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 possible. Um, there's a lot of exciting things that are coming in the future, man. So, uh, you know, if we all contribute towards it, you know, we can make something even, even, you know, a greater. So, but Jaster, thank you for coming through. Any last words that you want to say before we 
we get up on out of here? Uh, the main thing I want to say is uh, I think it's high time people start focusing on the card synergies, you know, in-depth card synergies. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be the thing to look out for in the future. And that's what uh, meta builds will be built around. You got, you got any, uh, you know, little little rabbit holes that you could open up right now? Maybe with like two body parts that synergize really well that someone can go and uh, have a little explore later or something? Oh, I would say like uh, the thing that I talked about, right? Uh, a backline with a balloon and a gravel end. Yeah. That's something that's going to be really strong, I would say. And like fixated on a... a in, on a role as being like an end game, a close, a game closer. Yep, uh, like a game, a closer with the you know that can uh, give, give fear while attacking and also while defending. While defending, so imagine you're it. defending your opponent usually attacks from the back, right? So mm -hmm. they attack and their back gets fear. Yeah, and you can attack their front and give them fear, right? Yeah, so, so from both that you can spread the middle, fear across the board. Yep. Yeah, bro, that's fire, bro. I guess what? I'm about to go to the marketplace when we finish this recording, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, bro, thank you so much for coming through. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, give us any feedback that you have. And if you have any, you know, topics that you would like for us to discuss in future episodes, more than happy to listen to you guys. So uh, don't forget to to to, to leave some, uh, some of those recommendations. If you're listening here from Spotify as well, uh, make sure that you add the podcast to the favorites. It really helps. It just helps. Um, also, some things that I'm thinking about doing is putting the podcast on YouTube also. So there's just a, a, a wider reach for it. Um, but yeah, that probably that probably will go live as of next week. But if you're listening to this, it should be a Friday. So I hope you enjoy your weekends. This has been episode two of the Gila Gossip. You know, we spoke on some real fucking, some good stuff, man. Some, some fire conversations, and I'm sure it's only going to get bigger and better as we continue to move on into our origin. But, you know, other than that... Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I got shit else to say. Thank you, chat. You're the GOAT, and the Gila is fucking out, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.